Hey everyone and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter, that is Tim. We talk about horror movies on this show. It is October, it is the Octoberthon, and because of that we're doing a bunch of extra episodes. We're doing like four a week, I think, uh, once they're all stacked up. But this episode is going to be about a classic, a bona fide classic, one that we have had on the on the to-do list for literally years. We've been meaning to get to the classic that is Chopping Mall. <laughs> Are you jazzed, Tim? Are you excited? <laughs> All right. I mean, I thought you'd be more excited, Tim. I'm not gonna lie. I was expecting like super excitement, and I don't know. Oh, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> You're playing this so close to the chest, Tim. I know you love this movie. You don't have to. You don't have to pretend. You don't have to pretend. This is shopping mall. This is a movie set in a shopping mall. It came out in 1986. They got uh, they got robots, as security guards, in this fancy shopping mall, and of course they go haywire. And a group of characters who stayed, who you know snuck in and stayed stayed behind after closing hours to have a party in a furniture store uh get hunted down by the killer robots and that's the movie that's chopping mall nice and straight we'll, we'll start spoiler free as we always do we'll warn you in the middle before we go into spoilers but obviously see chopping mall because it's clearly one of the best movies ever made tim how do you feel mm. about chopping mall <laughs> i'm not sure if you're like setting me up or not because i'm not really crazy about this movie <laughs> what it's it's not it's okay i don't think it's that great though <laughs> this movie's fantastic you're oh you're insane no i i don't know it, it doesn't really do much for me uh first of all i'm not sure why we're doing on this show because this is definitely a sci-fi movie it's not a horror movie tim it's a slasher movie come on though yeah about robots that like you know their directives get like changed because of lightning <laughs> That is science fiction, my friend. <laughs> oh, yeah, because in Friday the 13th Part 6, when Jason wakes up because he's struck by lightning, yeah, he's like, oh, this is sci-fi now. We can't do this on Screams After Midnight. If he, if he was a robot, I would say so. <laughs> I mean, Jason uh, I, look forward to... <laughs> I, I look forward to doing um, uh, Terminator on Screams After Midnight. That'll be interesting. Hey, and, Terminator, uh, Terminator I, is I a... We'll hey, at some point. <laughs> Terminator is a bad one to use because Terminator is technically a horror movie. All right, if you say so. It is. Term- Terminator so, is is a is kind of a horror movie. Did, did you review it on uh, this channel? Not as of yet, no. Okay. So when the other movies were coming out like a year or two ago, you didn't go back and do all the old movies? No, we're going to do it when the new one's coming out next year. Oh, okay. And we'll do it on Screams After Midnight then? Well, no, we're not going to because like... Okay, Al- okay. All right, all right. Interesting, interesting. Okay. <laughs> well, like <laughs> so Alien movie show <laughs> like Alien which is clearly a horror film because the franchise yes. kind of drifts away from that as it goes on mm-hmm. it just made more sense to do it on Influx the, the non-horror <laughs> movie show <laughs> hey Tim we also did The Thing on uh, on Influx if that upsets you mm. interesting okay that's fair right. <laughs> Tim, this, I mean, I know it's robots, but there's still like a final girl. It's still got the cheesy 80s movie, like, you know, slasher, like, victims, the, the cast. Everything about this is, I mean, it happens to be robots, but it is an 80s slasher movie. That is what it is. See, I, I think if it was, like, my thing is, all right, yes, it's obviously robots, but I, I feel like the idea that, like, if it was like a mad scientist or something that was creating a robot to be a serial killer or something i feel like that would be more horror for me but the idea of these robots that are meant to protect who have their directives like you know changed because of a you know freak nature of accident uh you know act of nature uh, that to me i i think is sci-fi and uh i will fight anyone in in the ring if they <laughs> say otherwise I was not expecting this resistance, Tim. I was expecting a glowing circle jerk for Chopping Mall. I I think, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say, like, you know, that there isn't fun to be had. I mean, it's more, it, I mean, like, I get, it's, not, it's more of a I, line. I get there's, there's only two of us. So it's more of a, it's more of a straight line jerk. Yeah, but, that's yeah. fair. I can tell you, so, um, sorry, Tim, I was just I was but, pondering. 
No, I mean, in all honesty, like, yeah, I get why people like it. Like, it is definitely like a cheesy 80s movie, which, you know, those are always fun. I, I like those, uh, you know, but and there is like, you know, ridiculous pre- premise that is pretty funny. But once everything gets going, uh, I don't know. I, I don't think the kills are that great, to be honest. Um, like, I, oh, come on. There's at least one that's fantastic. No, no. There are some that are good that, like, yeah, I'm not going to say, like, everyone sucks, but I think there are some that are just kind of like, oh, okay. Uh, and honestly, I kind of hate the design of the bots, the kill bots, <laughs> as they are. I, I I do not like the look of them. I like I like how cheesy they are. <laughs> I like how clunky and stupid they are. Like, they're not practical at all, and that's the best thing about them. Uh, okay, yeah, like, in a in like a oh if you're looking at it from like a cheesy perspective like i i can get that that that's fine but i don't know uh i, I honestly i just watch this i'm kind of like okay I, I don't really go overboard for it this this <laughs> is a an, an auteur's film right this is uh <laughs> this is a masterpiece oh, i didn't realize we were dealing with auteur okay <laughs> this is a masterpiece of cinema jim uh Wynorski, is a genius he's a creative genius and he, he... do you say gem or jim 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 okay <laughs> i thought you said gem and i was like well if this movie was directed by someone named jim i'm instantly on board i'll take back everything i said that this this movie is everything i love about campy 80s cheesy movies that's that everything that this is it's set in a mall the opening titles play out over just a montage of everyone in the mall and there's all these things going on i love on. the opening montage there's a kid <laughs> I, on a skateboard there's like a beauty pageant like you know like, like troop going up the escalator and there's a guy on the other side falling well, down and yeah, I mean, I think as a, you know, kids growing up in the '90s, we can all relate to you know, you'd go to the mall and you'd have to you know pass the scantily clad, beauting uh, you know, uh, pageant people, and uh, you know, it's all typical mall stuff that I'm sure we're all used to. Joe, Joe, it's funny actually. I remember for a long, long time, I always thought the car in the mall was a myth, and then when I was like maybe like oh, twenty, yeah. I actually eventually when I'm at one of the malls that I you know would frequent finally had a car in it i was like shit there's a car in the mall this actually happens oh man <laughs> i always wonder like i guess probably kind of dumb but like i always wonder how they get it in there like where does it come from because a lot of times like a lot of the malls i'll go to will have like you know the entrance and stuff will just be like a single you know door or something like um... it won't be that wide and then it does feel weird if it's like someone's just like, oh, I'm just going to drive this car through this store and out there, into the floor. Yeah, there'll be an entrance. They'll, 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 always, they'll, they'll keep, keep this in mind. There'll always be one entrance that they can drive. Because, I mean, the floors in a mall are always wide enough to drive the car once it gets in. Mm-hmm. So I just assume yeah. there's an entrance in the back or something where they can get in. It's kind of like sometimes when I go somewhere that has like, you know, like a really, really, really tall ceiling. And like, I wonder like, man, how do they change the light bulbs up there? Oh, a ladder. <laughs> <laughs> but like well, solved done places. done Tim I've just solved the mystery you've so- had your whole life no. <laughs> no I'm talking about like when you go to like something like a like a theater like an opera or something and you know the ceiling's really really high you need like some type of like forklift or oh sure well, yeah like but I, I think when it's a place like that they probably don't just wait until it goes out they probably like every like three okay. months go around and do every one or check them all yeah. every three months like it's like a regular thing they do probably uh yeah. i imagine but um that makes sense but ladder <laughs> yes um that's my that's my response um so, but yeah so, so, so you get them all montage i love and- the opening montage the the one lady that is just like so looks so angry carrying like just this like really stacked tray of like drinks and food and you're like okay you know she's gonna drop it but at what point yeah i also feel bad for because i'm like well whoever uh, well it's her family or her friends who are with her but they made her go and get everything on her own they're they're awful people because she's got like there's like six coke cups which by the way full product placement here there's just coke everywhere coke as far as the eye can see um and that's that's the thing uh and then she ends up spilling them by sitting down at a table that doesn't have a table at it and i'm kind of like well that's kind of your fault you didn't look that to see that you weren't setting them down at a table I, i'm okay with all of this time i'm okay with all of it so <laughs> oh that, no it, it's very funny but yeah this isn't the opening scene though the opening scene was like a sort of little prelude scene where like, you see like a burglar like try to like you steal like a, a a jill or something and the 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 robot like gets them and electrocutes them you know stuns them 
And it turns out this is a, a sort of mock video. That I, it's a presentation, and all the store owners in the mall are all like here at this thing. And the, the security guards like, "Hey, the Killbot three thousand is here, and it's going to protect your stores." And all. And we get this running commentary for this from this couple, who I noticed after a little bit in this in the scene, their their name tag said uh, Mister and Mrs Bland. Um, oh, really? which is gold <laughs> I um, and she just keeps making these r- cracking jokes and then at one point he has like this weirdly racist comment where he's yeah. like that middle <laughs> robot's uh, uh, odd like, uh, like unpleasant in an ethnic way and I'm like okay first of all the three robots are completely <laughs> identical robots yeah mm-hmm. and what I mean I, I, how's it ethnic in what way what, what possible way they, I don't get it yeah they're not like in any way like resemble like humans at in any like context or perspective like i don't see how you could attribute anything like that to them <laughs> i also love at the end of the scene because there's about a q a and like, different short stories like hey but this is a problem what about this and once one person eventually says hey how what about us that work late will it know the difference between us and the, the bad guys is it oh don't worry you're going to have your new security pass and the robot will recognize the pass and everything is fine he literally ends the scene before, right before it cuts to the title, Chopping Mall. He ends the scene by saying the exact sentence, trust me, this is completely foolproof, Noth- absolutely nothing could go wrong. Chopping Mall! <laughs> um, one thing I will say that yes. bugs me is um, Chopping Mall is a fantastic title. If this was like a horror movie about an axe murderer it is a horror movie up. tim shut up shut your face it's a horror movie mm, i don't i don't know i mean at the very least though you gotta admit these robots ain't chopping people up i will concede that there's no chopping there's not a lot of <laughs> chopping going on i'll give you that uh, it, it's it's annoying it's annoying to me because that's like a that's a great title but it, it's there's there's no chopping in this movie it should be called laser mall or something <laughs> <laughs> it's just a good they had a good title it hadn't been used before and they jumped yeah. on it they went for it i'm okay yeah. with it fantastic fantastic title definitely also but, the, yeah. the the poster's very misleading there's like a robotic arm holding a bag but the arm it's, it's yeah. almost like a like a humanoid robot's arm mm-hmm. and like, there's nothing like that in the movie it's a straight up line no. <laughs> that said though that said the tagline if i remember i'm just going to get the poster up here so i know for sure that i'm getting okay. it right but the tagline for the poster is where shopping costs you an arm and a leg. That was good. I give him that. That's gold. That's gold. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the plot of the movie is that a, a bunch of 20-something couples are wanting to stay and party um, in the furniture store that mm-hmm. one of them, like the, one of their dads or uncles own. And we have various characters coming together. Uh, they, most of them work in the mall. Uh, I reckon the girl, the, sort of the, I'll call her the, the lead girl, uh, who works in the pizza mm-hmm. place? Allison. Yeah, I recognised her because she's in Night of the Comet, which is a funny eighties movie as well. Oh, okay. I actually uh, never seen that. And then her friend is played by Barbara Crampton, uh, who <laughs> actually may or may not make an appearance in another film that we do uh, this month <laughs> on October thon. But so, so you got a couple of cast members. Uh, in fact, no, it doesn't even stop there. Dick Miller's in this movie. Uh, yeah. Dick Miller, uh, who is in like every Joe Dante movie in at least one small role, mm-hmm. or sometimes bigger. Um, you know, he's, he's in Explorers as the guy hunting them down. He's in Gremlins one and two. He's in Small Swords. He's, he's in all of it. He's in The Howling. You're right. Yeah, uh, I like him a lot. He was he's funny. I love he, Dick Miller. Yeah, he's like one scene, but it's just a fun scene. Um, mm-hmm. And odd, I can't name him, but there's a there's like a sci- the first scientist gets killed who's like running the, the control room with the robots. Mm-hmm. And then the second one comes in who reads a book. That actor I recognise because he's the vil- one of the villains in Police Academy 6. I know that's a deep pull, but there you have it. Jesus, this is like the... I feel like we... Well, I, I don't know if it's aired yet, but I think we definitely made a Police Academy reference in another episode recently. Did we? Okay. <laughs> this is weird. Your love for Police Academy movies kind of baffles me. No, this was... Wasn't that you, though? Didn't you do the, 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 the sound effects... Yeah, but I, I'm I'm not the one gushing over them though. You you had to mention like how how great you like them. I never I did no such thing. I said I was somewhat fond, but I hate the seventh one. That was what I said. That's all I said. Yeah. That's not gushing. I I feel like if you're gonna go for bat for like six out of seven movies in a franchise, I feel like you kind of have an unhealthy obsession. <laughs> 
I have some nostalgia and and enjoy watching them once in a while. That's not an unhealthy obsession, Tim. You okay. want to talk about obsession? Let's talk about the boy. Once in right? a while. Let's talk about the boy. Yeah, the, the movie you like. It's, the, okay, absolute... but it's not like I watch it once in a while. Like, not like watching like every year, like you are with these, you know, PA movies. Once in a while is arguably less than once a year. I don't watch Police Academy mm. one through six every year, or even every like three or four years at, at that. <laughs> I think a while equals a year. <laughs> a while can be like five years. We're getting old, Tim. Five years is not that long a time anymore. Okay. All right. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, where was I? You, you made me go off script Teen- here. Teenagers want to have sex in a furniture store. That's, That's the thing, though. They're not teenagers. They're, they're, all, they're all working. They're all in their 20s. Oh, okay. uh, worth oh, mentioning, okay. right. uh, and the, the main girl Allison is getting set up with the sort of the slightly nerdier guy at the furniture store. Sure. Yes, and they get set up, and she's like, "Oh, Wolfie's not my type," and he's all nervous about meeting her. And then they meet, and uh, I thought it was bizarre, but this moment is when they finally meet each other. Uh, like, like Barbara Crampton and her boyfriend are like behind them, and then when it, <laughs> then when it cuts to it cuts to her turn, Allison sitting in a chair and she turns around, she sort of smiles at him and she's like, "Hi." And then it cuts back to him and he's like, "Hi." But when it cuts back to him, the two people behind him have disappeared. They've Batmaned yeah. out of the shot somehow. Um, but whatever, I'll, I'll take like, it. it. What's kind of weird is like you know they're hanging out uh you know at this furniture store and it kind of seems like the point of it is to you know a we're gonna party and drink and then you know eventually it is gonna lead to like having sex and stuff but it it's weird because it's like you know it's a store it's not like it's like separate rooms so it's like everyone's like you know still kind of together in the big room even if it is they're spread out but yeah they're all just kind of in beds in the same place (laughs) except our main two which is allison and what'd you say frankie ferdy ferdy yeah f-e-r-d-y ferdy okay I'm going to double check this. That sounds weird. That sounds like one of your weird I, I made up things. I guarantee it because I watch it with subtitles on and they scream oh, no. Ferdy a lot. My my uh, tab was uh was frozen there. Tim, I couldn't scroll down. <laughs> it almost feels planned. Maybe lightning struck it. For some for some reason. For some reason, IMDb is refusing to cooperate. That's fine. I'll just not look. Whatever. Uh, all right. So, so fair do you tell me? Okay, I'll believe you. I, I don't want to, but I'll believe you. So, <laughs> I swear. But I actually thought. I mean, obviously, it's not super deep breath. And I actually kind of like. I, I think the movie does a decent job of making them the, the main two and making us kind of like them a little bit. Yeah, I think the like you know little budding romance is actually nice, and a lot of the times when you know you get someone that's like, oh no, I'm gonna be set up. Like I feel like you kind of expect the, you know, Friday the Thirteenth uh, Shelley <laughs> kind yep, of setup, yep. where <laughs> whereas instead he's not actually that weird. He's just a bit nerdy, and she actually seems he has to... glasses. Yeah, he has glasses, of course, which makes him really nerdy. Uh, to the point where they keep... it is nice that she's able to see past those glasses. They, to they... the... That's the thing. Hunk. Before she meets him, uh, they take his glasses. Like these friends take his glasses off. Like you know, I take these off, and I'm like, "What is this?" Like I grew up like in a time where no one has this glasses stigma, but for some reason, bef- you know, before I was born, this was a thing where glasses were this weird. Like oh, you've got glasses. Yeah. Oh, you're weird and nerd. <laughs> oh, like so weird. Yeah, it's it a strange thing. It's, it's so bizarre. And I, I and I even like. It's kind of funny because yeah, that used to be such a stigma, and then like by the time I was in kind of like high school and college, like it got to the point where it's like no, people are wearing fake glasses because it made you look cool. Like <laughs> that's right, that became a thing, which is also weird to me. I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. Stop it! <laughs> Stop it! Um, but here we are. H- hipsters really come full circle, Tim. I guess that's what that is. <laughs> I, I mean, hell, hipsters didn't really exist. I don't think back then, did they? Is that, is that a is that a millennial construct as a hipster? Uh, I think so. Like, I think, um, I, I guess the way we know them, yeah. Like, yeah. I like in the sixties or, or something. I think like you know they're hip people, but it was more like kind of like beat poets and stuff. I think <laughs> that's true. Yes, yes, with the with the beret. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so so, but now they have this thing that they're watching like a cheesy old horror movie with a giant spider, 
and she's getting scared I mean, I, actually it's funny to me to think of people getting scared watching one of these old B movies from the 50s because they're, you know, they're pretty tame but whatever uh, she gets scared she's like, oh, I don't know why I watched this they're so scary but they're kind of bonding they're, they're, he's a movie nerd by the way because later on when he's got a gun and his buddy says do you know how to shoot that thing and he's like of course I do I saw Dirty Harry 24 times <laughs> it's a great line of dialogue <laughs> yeah uh, uh, Joe's funny watching this she, after Rob Zombie's Halloween, which I'm sure has been yeah. up first because I think that'll be early on in the month. Mm-hmm. Um, is just how much this is not good, good dialogue, this is not good, good acting, it's just but it, it, it works for the cheesiness of the movie, right? But it still feels like 10 times better than Rob Zombie's Halloween, like by far. Like, I was like, yeah. uh, these, these are likable enough characters, at least the, the main two couples. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like. The two that have got the budding romance who kind of like kiss after this like movie scene and they kind of bond a little bit. And then the mm. two who are like the mechanics, like the, the husband-wife mechanic duo, who they have kind of a friendly relationship and they seem to have a bit more going for them. Whereas the other two couples are kind of just, oh, Ron Shane wants sex and uh, the, 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 the cheesy jock boyfriend who's constantly chewing gum for for uh, for, for no reason. Um, it's, uh, it, sorry, I, I space out because I was trying to think like, uh, I was like, I know it might have not gone up yet, but I feel like we watched like another movie where one of the characters was like, oh, he's the film guy, and then, uh, yeah, like that was just like their whole character. That's another Octoberthon movie, Tim. I have no idea if it's went okay. up before this, so we'll okay, we'll, we'll, we'll keep that secret. <laughs> but yeah, there was definitely right. another one this month. Really, oh, the that was much worse though. That was like every two minutes there was like some weird reference. This yeah. was just like one like the fact that he likes movies with watching with heart and then the, the Dirty Harry line, which is a really weird line. Yeah, I can use a gun because I saw the same movie where a guy uses a gun twenty four times. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, so no, I, I think Chopping Mall is a lot of fun. I, I think the characters are likable. What I like about it is that it becomes about how do they survive, and even though it's silly, like it becomes about them like you know t- breaking into certain stores to get mm-hmm. weapons. It's about them sneaking around, trying to think of ways to kill the robots. It's everything I like about this sort of movie. Could it be better? Sure, but for for a fun, he's like, yeah. I think for me, this is kind of like when you when I think of a cheesy eighties B movie, I kind of think mm-hmm. of this one as the pinnacle of that. Like this is all the ingredients. Okay. E- even the theme song yeah. that plays over the opening titles is this mm-hmm. goofy synth thing that I I just yeah. love. So yeah, like I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you. I just I think some people like hold this in like way too high of a regard. Like mm. yes, like it's you know it's super 80s, you know it's super cheesy, but it it is fun. But I I just think um I mean and and if I made a list, like I think I could probably think of maybe some of the ones I enjoy more than that when it's coming like you know to 80s cheese and stuff but like I, I feel like some people are like oh no this is like the best like horror movie of the 80s or, or something where it's like yeah it's not that like high up it's uh-huh. it's definitely worth a watch but it's not like an all-time favorite or anything for me okay uh but with that said we'll give spoilers warnings here so spo- spoiler warning for the for the rest of this review uh because you're, you're worried about spoilers for chopping them all of course um <laughs> so so jock guy goes down first and he's running away, and the, 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 his girlfriend who. Well, oh. well, I mean, well, technically, uh, it'd be like the scientists, and then the. Oh, sh- I, 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 I just meant out the, the the main group, not okay, the. Yeah. yeah, obviously, the scientists mm-hmm. up in the control room get killed first for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, he, I like that the scientist eats the uh, whatever that food that was just on the console. Oh yeah, that that, free, that weirds me out. I, I can never just pick up random food <laughs> like that. I don't know where it's been or yeah. how long it's been there or whatever. Yeah, or maybe he didn't finish eating because he dropped it on the floor and he was just like, oh, well, yeah, I'll throw this away later <laughs> or something. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to be in Police Academy 6. I've, I need to keep my appetite, you know, I need to keep my strength up. Dear Lord. <laughs> That's Police Academy 6, City Under Siege, for those wanting the full title of the, the film. Also, I mean, this is kind of a dark bit of trivia now, given what she ended up doing in her adult life, but... Uh, also, the first Uh-oh. film appearance from Alison Mack. She's a she's a little kid in that movie. Oh, jeez, yeah. I didn't even notice her. Oh, oh. Yeah, I don't think you'd recognize. Her. She's like ten. Oh, oh, wait, in Police Academy or? Yeah, in Police Academy Six, oh, not this. Oh, I thought you were talking about Choppy Maw. Like, <laughs> no, oh, I was giving you trivia on Police Academy Six. I'm playing up the joke Jesus. that you said I was obsessed. Right. 
if you if you know trivia about the movie, then you definitely like no, the no, movie. Way that wasn't much. trivia about <laughs> Police Academy Six. That was trivia about Alice and Mac. There's a difference. Oh, so you're obsessed with Alice and Mac? <laughs> no. <laughs> You can know trivia about something and not be obsessed. I know two bits of trivia about Alison Mack. One, her first movie was Police Academy 6. Two, she's a sex cult offender person who trades sex slaves. That's the two things I know about Alison Mack. Well, she's in Smallville, but that's not trivia. That's just what she did. That was her main thing. That's fair. Police Academy 6, I know two things. The title... Mm. This this guy was the villain in it, or one of the <laughs> villains, and um, that's the one where the window cleaning scene with uh, Proctor and the the the, the, the sort of the, the, the villainous police guys. I can't remember his name. You know, and I mean, I've never seen any of the movies, no. so you know, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> so there's, there's a scene where they're up in the, the you know the window cleaning uh, rig, and mm-hmm. um, it's Alison Mack's first movie. That's the three bits of trivia I've got for you for Police okay. Academy Six. Right. I mean, I told you more about Shopping Mall in the intro to this, so shut up. <laughs> Are you accusing okay. me of being obsessed with Shopping Mall? Probably a little bit. I'll accept that. <laughs> I'll accept this one. No worries. I, 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 I have seen this now multiple times. This is like the third or fourth time I've watched this movie, and I, I do not regret it one bit. I feel like we watched it together we did. before. Like, we did. Okay. It. We we did watch it together, yeah. but we never did it for the show. It was something we watched. Um, it was actually just after Alex passed away. I think I think we were just watching movies oh, to like yeah. to, to keep each other company. Oh, yeah, that sounds about right. Because I think I think yeah, Connor was there as well. I think it was me, you, and Connor were yeah. watching movies together. Yeah, because I was trying to think. I was like, I know we watched this, so I was like, why? Wait, why have we never done an episode about it? Uh, and then okay, that would explain it. We definitely watched at least two movies. Though I, I don't know what the other movie was. Mm-hmm. Clearly, it wasn't as memorable as a uh, chopping mall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't hear any of these complaints back then. Oh, it's not really a horror movie. This is more of a sci-fi movie. Um, killer robots. <laughs> the deaths aren't good enough for me. The the the, the, the bimbo one who sends the boy the, the boyfriend out gets her head exploded. Mm-hmm. Right? It outright oh, explodes. That's yeah. yeah, it's gold. Mm-hmm. And then I was cracking jokes all movie to myself because these robots have got laser beams <laughs> and they are such shit shots. And by the way, see if you're, th- the- you're, you're hearing what this movie's about, right? And you're thinking, oh, so this is set in the future. No, 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 no. This is just a mall in the 80s. There just happens to be robots. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, the the lasers seem to be wildly inconsistent. Like, yeah, first of all, the, the aiming is obviously an issue. Second of all, sometimes it seems like a person will get hit and it'll just kind of singe them. And then other times it seems like it'll hit them. And, like, the one lady, you know, hits her in the stomach and, like, she dies and is bleeding out of her mouth. And then, like, the other lady hits her in her arm and it just kind of singes her. And she's like, oh... <laughs> I don't have an explanation for you, Tim, but it's just the way it is. <laughs> That's just part of the mystique that is Shopping Mall. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, I guess we never got a sequel that really goes into the, you know, uh, origin a shame. of the Killbots. And... It's a shame you never got a sequel, Tim, because I could totally go for I, Chopping Mall I do too. think a sequel... Yeah, I do think a sequel actually could have been fun if it was, like, maybe a little bit of a higher budget and then, like, you know with these kind of movies you want to amp stuff up so maybe you get like oh, a sure. flying kill bot or something with a different power or something oh like yeah that like some drones essentially get some drones yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah I, there's definitely like yeah cool stuff you could do with which it. by the way just uh the title of the second one obviously has to be choppy mall 2 chop till you drop oh that'd be good all right i'll give that i'll give you that one <laughs> yeah yeah uh, i'm coining it right here folks so um yeah, so, so they, they see their friends getting killed, the, the girl getting her head exploded, and this becomes, okay, the girl's going to go run in the, the air ducts and try and get out to the parking lot. Because this is a high-security mall, everything's like shut down, there's blast doors that come down, because, of <laughs> course there is. And they're, but the, the, the robots have turned the heat up in the vents, so they can't stay in there for too long, so they end up mm-hmm. coming out. And the guys go to the sporting goods store to get weapons, um, and they, they mm-hmm. basically do the, the commando suiting up stuff, and they get like... Uh, one's got a propane tank, and that ends up being the most useful thing actually, because the guns don't really do a whole mm-hmm. lot. The robots, like, they're just like, eh, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, one thing I do like is uh, I-, I like that the you know um at first it seems like they're gonna do the macho like all right like you girls stay here uh, the guys are gonna go take care of it but the girls do end up getting like being pretty proactive which I thought was nice. Yeah, 
No, there's the one who's really scared. I mean, Barbara Crampton's character is really scared all the yeah. time, but uh, no, for the most part, it's, it's a pretty even movie in terms of, you know, just it's just gender roles. Yeah. So that's fair. Especially, I mean, it, I mean, it's a bit of a trope at this point, but so the guys like come out stocked up. The two have got ammo belts. One's got a shotgun. One's got a machine gun. The nerd's got the, the revolver, and he does the dirty Harry line. And they try. And... It is a. I I never. I, I mean, not that they don't exist, but uh, it, it is weird to me that just having like a big gun store at the mall. Like, uh, none of the malls I ever went to had any of those. I. I I'm sure they exist. So I, th- I think it's for this and like Dawn of the Dead and movies like it. it just it makes sense for plot to have mm. a store there that has guns in it, so you can have yeah. them go get guns. But... Dead Rising as well, of course. But... Yes, the video game. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, but yes, yeah, so, so although they... with that you can kind of make weapons out of everything, which is cool too. That is cool. Uh, in fact, my favorite weapons in the first game is the mini chainsaws that Adam the Clown drops. Oh yeah, that's really good. That was a. Uh... That was good. You know, I didn't realize. But like, didn't they just make like a new one of those like recently? Oh yeah, there was a like, fourth one that came out like last Christmas time. Yeah, I think I was just like at like GameStop or something, just kind of perusing, and I was like, "What? Like, when did this happen?" I don't know. I'm gonna have to play it. I, I've heard four's complete garbage. Three's not like a proper Dead Rising game, although I think it still might be okay to play. But it I changed. Might have the... Played three. I forget. No, you you didn't because it's only on Xbox. Oh, I did. <laughs> Oh, okay. So, no, I, so no, I know no, for no. sure you didn't. Well, it's on PC as well, okay, but I, yeah. I know you don't play games on PC, so... No, no, no. Uh, oh, yeah, I guess I just played the first two then. Yeah. One and two are great games. And I might, I might get yeah. three at some point to play it. Because um, mm-hmm. Xbox have got that Game Pass where you can just... Pay, it's like a Netflix thing. You just pay per month and you access all their exclusives. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Dead Rising 3 is in it, though, but they, they do... All their first-party games are in it all the time, but then they, it's kind of like Netflix mm-hmm. where they have their, their original content, if you will, and then they'll trade in other things. Unfortunately, despite the fact that that sounds like a great deal and that you can get it on PC if you've got a PC that can play games, they, they have so mm-hmm. few actual like exclusive games that I care about that it's still not worth doing yeah. yet. So that kind of sucks. The only... Yeah, that actually sounds pretty cool. I guess the only downside would be that you uh, have to play games on Xbox. Um, but, Obviously. <laughs> I mean, other than that... <laughs> or PC. I mean, you've got choices, Xbox or PC. Yeah. Um, um, the, only, the only game I want to play on Xbox is Alan Wake, but... I have that on PC? I don't know. Yeah. Eh. We keep talking about Things streaming a game together, Tim. Maybe we should do Alan Wade. <laughs> no, maybe that'd be fun. That's, that's one you can't actually play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I uh, I just started playing, uh, not far, but I just started playing Evil Within 2, and uh, I'm enjoying it quite a bit. You asshole, I've not started that yet. <laughs> I've not started that yet. I'm going, man. I might, I might get that soon. I might, I might even purchase yeah. it in the next week. Next week. Because uh, it's really. Least, ch- it's, well, yeah, I think it's actually uh, like pretty cheap now. At least like the, I think I got it like a used copy for like twenty bucks or something. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean uh, on PC that'll be dirt cheap now. PC games get really cheap oh, yeah. uh, compared to consoles. Um, yeah, because they're not as good. They're actually better, Tim. <laughs> That's the thing with PC is that the hardware is better, so it looks better than the console version does. No, I, I don't mean that to rub it in. I'm just you know, yeah. what you just said was factually oh. incorrect. <laughs> I'll believe it when I see it. I'll show you if you want. <laughs> I can physically show you. Um, it's all about Resident Evil 2 right now, though, Tim, because come, come January, that deluxe edition of Resident Evil 2 remake is mine. You, wait, like, the... Like, what is it? Like a... Not the statue. Know, like, you're, you're, you're thinking of the $200 oh, okay. statue one. No, the deluxe one's just a little yeah. bit more expensive. Uh, I want. It's got some costumes yeah. that I think are cool because Claire's got a costume mm-hmm. that's the uh, Elsa Walker, which is the the character that was in Resident Evil 2 before they scrapped it and started it again. So that was who was there instead Ooh. of Claire. So she's got an ultimate costume for that. And then the other thing that I really oh, like cool. is the original soundtrack swap. So you can play it the, through the mm-hmm. game with all the original music, which I won't do the first time. The first time I play it, I'll play it with the, the, the new mm-hmm. soundtrack because that's how it's meant to be played. Of course. But... Yeah. For a second playthrough, turning on the old music. Oh mm. come on, man! That, yeah, I'm into that. That sounds pretty cool. I might have to get that as well. Yeah, uh, that's cool. If it's for uh, available for PS4, yes. I'll yeah. pick that up. Okay, yes. cool. absolutely. Yeah, I, I, man, these these special editions drive me crazy. Like, I think I just saw like an ad on Facebook or something. I was like, yeah, oh, like you know, Resident Evil Two Remake Special Edition. I was like, oh, right, it looks like a lot of cool stuff. And then I looked at the price, and I was like, like three hundred bucks is like no. Oh yeah, it's, it's, it's because Why? you get a you get a foot tall statue of Leon, which is really high detail. I mean, it's a really good quality statue, but that's what the price is. That's that's what the extra yeah. two hundred and fifty dollars is. It's the statue. 
no thanks. <laughs> okay, we went a bit off on a tangent there because we were talking mm. about video games. Um, uh, I'll I... give you one tangent warning <laughs> for this episode. <laughs> well, I, I just got a new graphics card, so I'm in a gaming mood because everything's looking better now. I can t- I can get newer games Jesus and turn things Christ. up higher. <laughs> no, it's cool, Tim. It's like oh, going boy. from like a PS3 to a PS4. Except I was already at like yeah. PS4 levels, so now it's like I'm at PS5. If such a thing, well, how about it's quantifiable? How about you go outside and see some real graphics? <laughs> you literally just talked about how much you like and playing Evil Within too, and how you're looking forward to Resident Evil too. So don't even give me it, Tim. Don't even give me it. <sighs> All right, shopping mall. Should we talk about shopping mall again? Yeah. So, so they actually they think they kill one of the robots with the the propane tank, mm-hmm. um, and like, oh, we need to get more of those because that's really useful. And they start setting up a plan to lure one into the elevator. So they they rig some propane tanks to the elevator, um, mm-hmm. and then they hear the girls screaming. And the girls, to 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 their credit, they actually get some like uh like turpentine or stuff, and like they they get some mm-hmm. like you know supplies. They get a flare. They get you know they get some stuff that mm-hmm. they could maybe like set them on fire. And they eventually all congregate when they hear the girls scream, and one of them dies. You know, one one gets uh, taken out. Barbara Crampton goes down. Yeah, she's uh, like a set on fire. Yeah, she was set on. Uh, she, the, the, the robot shoots the, uh, the 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 can of oil, or whatever it is. She's got she's she's holding, and she gets. Although I didn't notice in the other the next shot when the stunt doubles, you know, you know, running around on fire, that the can that she was holding was still sitting there, not like blown up it was just you know it was just there it was just sitting there uh yeah. whatever we can forgive that but so she dies and obviously her boyfriend's not very happy about it and he's very upset and he's like you bastard you son of a bitch i'm gonna get you for that and he starts you know going mm. mad with the shotgun but mm. eventually they get the lure of the, the robot we'll call him robot number two they, they think they've killed number one mm. they didn't the, number one get back up but number two is the one they're fighting right now and mm-hmm. they lure it into the elevator and then you know the, the the mechanic guy jumps off the elevator and it's like he's like okay i'm clear shoot it and then every other character's got guns or all the guys have guns anyway and they're shooting it turns out their aim is as bad as the robots with the lasers because they're trying to shoot the propane <laughs> tanks on top of the elevator and yeah. they fire like 10 shots each you know <laughs> you know at the same time they're just firing blasts in the general direction until allison yeah. grabs the gun and says out of my way and she grabs the revolver and yeah. does it in one shot and he's like, nice mm-hmm. shot. He's like, my dad's a Marine. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, all right, I'm digging it. Um, you know, and then they hide for a bit, and then they're like, okay, maybe we can go and like go to the control room and shut the robots down. Um, and through mm-hmm. all this, of course, there's more deaths, there's more stuff. Uh, there, mm-hmm. uh, there's, there's some fun stuff mixed in. Like, I like the scene where they try and like disguise themselves by like hiding among mannequins. That's yeah, I like that. I, I like the inventive like... of that. I I gotta imagine the robots have some type of Heat sensor. like <laughs> yeah yeah that like detects like uh, bio matter. Versus, oh yeah, it doesn't uh, it doesn't it doesn't but... hold up with modern sensibilities. But in the in the context of this dumb movie, uh, I am happy to accept yeah. that this this would work. And then and I guess more laser confusion. Uh, I guess the lasers like bounce off mirrors. <laughs> That's the thing. They they do. Obviously, Dick Miller gets killed because they the 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 robot knocks over his bucket because he's a janitor, and they knock mm-hmm. over his bucket and then electrocute the water, and you, you get this cheesy like you know lightning effect going all up and down <laughs> his body. Um, yeah. It's good stuff though. I, I have a blast with this. I, I like all these fun little cheesy kills, and then eventually, I mean, eventually, Allison becomes the final girl. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. f- what's his name? Ferdick. Ferdy. 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 Uh, he 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 gets knocked out, and she thinks he's dead, but he's not. I mean, it, it just looks like he's knocked out. Uh, and she's running around, and obviously the the mechanic guy actually like basically after his wife gets killed, he like raised a little cart into him as like a suicide <laughs> suicide thing, yeah. and it destroys the robot. The robot bursts into flames and dies, mm-hmm. but he also you know dies as well. Uh, so it's mm-hmm. it's down to Allison. She's the final girl, and she's like you know crawling around. She's she, there's a scene where she's hiding in a pet store, and there's like tran- tarantulas and That's snakes. Uh, yeah. like crawling mm-hmm. all over she's trying to be quiet to hide from the robot yeah it's a fun scene it's a fun little suspenseful scene um, mm-hmm. and then she goes into like a, a, a decorating store and she like starts like getting paint and turpentine and makes makes a trap so the robot mm-hmm. will slide, slide and then she sets it yeah. on fire with the flare and she even does it with a one liner because all throughout the movie whenever mm-hmm. the robot kills someone like afterwards it will say something like uh, thank you for shopping here or have a nice day have, or yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
So she lights up the flare and says, "Hey, have a nice day." And then she, you know, throws the flare mm-hmm. and it bursts. And then she stumbles out. It, the whole store explodes. It it's does. Not just yeah. like <laughs> it does. Yes, a bit over the top, but that's okay in this context, mm-hmm. I think. And then Ferdy's okay. He stumbles up. He's because she's got a hurt leg as well. She actually she got an injury like a while ago, and she's like been limping around throughout this last act. So she's kind of in that like. I mean, I don't want to, like, it's not obviously nothing compared to the Terminator, but it's kind of going for that, you know, you know, hobbling away from the robot at the end, and she's, mm-hmm. like, trying to, like, hide and stuff. But it's more cheesy and goofy and, and silly, and, and that's okay. Like, that's fun. Um, but yeah. I like the kills. I like the characters. I, I, I think the mm-hmm. robots are fun. Um, I love the music. I love the setting. I don't know. As, as it's not a good movie, think... per se, oh, but sure. as a cheesy, yeah. fun B movie, I love this thing. Yeah, no, there, there's some fun stuff. It, it's just like, um, I don't know, it, it, it's it's just like, uh, to me, it just kind of hits that, like, mm, okay spot where it doesn't, like, go over the line where I'm like, oh, man, like, this is so crazy. I, I love it. Like, uh, there are some good kills. I think there are also, like, some boring stuff, like, you know, like, the one guy that kind of just, like, falls over the side, uh, like, railings or whatever. It's like, oh, man. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, yeah, you have. Yeah, um, I, would, you know, like, I, I kind of agree with that, but at the same time, I did laugh at like just how absurd it was that you went over the rails. Sure. And then yeah. it's this over the top like sequence of shots from falling down, and then you hear the splat, and you just see his dead body lying there. And I'm like, that was a pathetic yeah. death because, but it was funny because it was pathetic because he he kind of walked into it because he was angry about his girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah, and then like uh, you know, I I like the first like uh, you know, scene where like Dick or like the first electrocution scene where Mm. Dick Miller gets like electrocuted like so I was like oh like you know that's like so cheesy it's fun but then like yeah later on like another character gets electrocuted and then just kind of feels like oh yeah like I already saw this now at this point like you know feels like it's kind of unneeded um so I I don't know like there's some like like minor complaints I have like with with stuff like that but yeah I mean it's not it's minor it's not a movie I would necessarily recommend just because of the kills. Like, I, don't, I don't think the kills are the selling point sure. here. Um, and I, I, there's, there's plenty of slasher movies that I love that don't have great kills. I like them for lots of other different mm-hmm. reasons. Uh, obviously, good kills are one of the things that can be great about a slasher movie. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, here's one or two great ones, and there's some funny ones, not necessarily good to look at in the same way that, like, you know, the head explosion is, but uh, yeah. it's fun. Uh- one thing, uh, uh, well, uh, actually, a couple of things I, I think is funny. Um, I, I like at one point they're talking about, like, uh, oh, like, you know, if we survive this, we're going to owe, like, so much money to, like, all mm. these stores and stuff. And I was like, I, I feel like that's not really much of a concern. I, I think there has it's to not, be some type of... <laughs> but I did laugh, though, because when they complained that the robots tried to kill them, the mall can turn around and say, well, you're not supposed to be in there at that time. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> like... Uh, uh, just like imagine the like if the mall turned around and like sued them for like a million dollars worth of damage or something it'd be like yeah. jesus it's funny because um, the, the movie just ends and them hugging when they find each other again at the end there's, there's no you don't get to see yeah. what any consequences are next time it's almost mm-hmm. a shame though we didn't get more like the characters who were there at the start the the, the store owners mm-hmm. I'd, I'd like some of them to be hanging yeah. around to, to be killed maybe you know throughout the film yeah i, I think yeah i think maybe that might have been a little more interesting because like uh to be honest i don't really care that much about the characters like i like the two main characters like i do think they actually um uh maybe like kind of you know contrary to normal like 80s cheese like mm. i feel like they actually do have like a genuine like nice little relationship like so i actually like them but then like the other characters like they all kind of seem like pretty similar to me like no one really like yeah, stands out as having much of a personality to be honest yeah, I wouldn't say I care about them, but it's kind of again, it's in that kind of slasher movie way where they're they're, they're likable enough that I'm not annoyed by them. They're kind of like yeah, like yeah, yeah, like, it, yeah. Yeah, like I, I'm definitely not annoyed by him, like for sure. So like that's good, but like at the same time, there isn't like enough that stands out about him. Like it's not like uh, you know, like ooh, like you know, you got like a cool like badass biker dude with like a leather jacket, and then like ooh, then there's like a, a nerdy guy which. With- you Oddly, know, you could argue that all, all make, almost makes it more realistic that there's not these extreme, fair, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. archetypes. <laughs> you know, you got the nerdy uh, guy, and that's about it. Yeah, and then uh, I, actually, one scene that I actually do genuinely like, um, even like as opposed to the like rest cheesiness. of the movie, as opposed to the rest of the movie where you don't like it at all, but you genuinely like this one scene. 
Well, and I, I didn't say that I didn't like, <laughs> I did not like it at all. But I, I'm just saying, like, you know, most of the stuff that I like about it, you know, you like it out of like cheesiness. But actually, well, sure. I think the, the scene where she's uh, hanging off the railing, I actually felt like legitimately tense with that. Like, I okay, like yeah. I feel like. I, I can feel her struggle as she's holding on. Like I, I think that is actually a pretty well done. Yeah, she's bit. she's she's hiding from the robot again. This is all in the final chase where she's you know pet store then outside and the the, the the decorating store. But she's in um, she's hanging off the railing. It's one of these malls where you've, you've got the escalators going up, but there's the balcony going around, and she's hanging she's hiding by hanging off the edge because the final robot's there. Because it's down to one robot, and that's one of the things I like is that because there's three robots. They can actually like have mm. some success throughout the film. They can kill one. It's like, okay, we've taken down one. We can do it. There's a chance. This movie, because some horror movies love to make the characters feel like there's no chance in hell they can survive. I like when there is kind of a possibility. I like when mm. if they if they really put their minds to it, if they really strategize, they can do it. And it doesn't go super deep into mm. it, but I like that there's some of that. There's, there's some planning. There's there's killing of one. Mm. Uh, they feel that like they can you know fight back, and I I like that agency. In a, in a horror, you know, as, as much as it's a silly cheesy B movie, I appreciate it even in this. Mm-hmm. Even in this, it gives, it makes the characters feel like there's, there's, there's forward momentum in the plot just because of that. Mm-hmm. They're not just running around being scared the whole time, and I like that. So, yeah, no, I agree with yeah. that. Also, it's like seventy-five minutes long. It's super quick. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it goes in quick. Uh, if you like eighties mm-hmm. movies, if you like this type of cheese, you I think you'll be into it. It's you know, I, that's that's my stance. Oh, yeah, certainly. That's my stance. Yeah, no, 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 I wouldn't argue with that. I mean, yeah, I, I think definitely, yeah, if you like sci-fi, you'll definitely like this movie. <laughs> Look, I'm not going to say it's not science fiction, but that is, just because it's science fiction does not make it not a horror movie. Yeah. No, no, no I, I, I agree. I'm just obviously playing it up for the podcast. Yeah, I, I, I'm just saying, though, like, Alien, you wouldn't say, no, that's not a horror film, that's science fiction. No, no, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I mean, it's both. I mean, it can be both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like the that little meme or whatever. Why not both? Or, oh yeah, the, the little goes. girl. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was is a commercial from something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if because because she's I think she's um uh maybe Hispanic or but I don't know if it's a commercial from like Mexico or whatever <laughs> or if it's just a commercial mm. from the US where she's that happens to be in it. I'm not mm. sure, but yeah. I've never seen it. I just, but yeah, that's that's the meme. Everyone knows that. The little girl going, "Why not both?" Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I've seen the actual commercial either, but I guess right into us if you've seen it. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, so I, I guess that... I don't mean. Oh. Yeah. Well, no, I was just saying, like I don't mean like comment. I mean send us some physical mail. <laughs> sure. Yes. Yes. Uh, you can find that address at the at the bottom of the of the screen right now. Uh, under under where the edge <laughs> of the frame is. You can see it under there. If you have the <laughs> mystical uh you know diamond crystal that lets you see the outside of the boundaries mm-hmm. of the screen. Yeah. You can get that at the uh $50 <laughs> Patreon tier. There's actually a $50 tier Tim, so don't joke about that. But bump it up. <laughs> bump it up. <laughs> Well, I don't want to go too high. I don't, I don't think knowing our address is worth that much, but... <laughs> I'm not giving my address, are you kidding me? <laughs> um, I mean, for it's worth enough to buy a house so I can move. That's that's what the price is, if you want to know my address. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, you, you give me, like, you know, 500 grand so I can go and get a nice house. Then, okay, sure, I'll give you my current address. Sure. Jeez, listen to you. You need nice things. <laughs> Everyone needs nice things, Tim. That's just that's just what it is. We all go a little mad sometimes. Ooh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, we should rate we should rate shopping mall, Tim. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, might be a little lower uh, than you expect, but I'm I'm not gonna go too low because uh, there's definitely fun moments. Um, and I, I don't know I think maybe I, I might enjoy it more like watching with friends or something it might be a, a, you know better that kind of movie um, but I'm, I'm going to give it a, a 6.5 uh, I think um, okay. yeah l- like you said if, if you like cheesy 80s stuff you know it's definitely a, a good watch and I mean um, Tim I, I love the movie but I can't rate it that much higher yeah. than that like like there, oh, okay. there, there has to be some objectivity here where I understand what makes a good movie <laughs> and what isn't a good movie Um because it's not like this movie yeah. has has good acting. It's, it's not like this movie is is 
it's shot well enough but it's not like oh um, this is a, mm-hmm. a you know a, a cinematographer's dream where they're doing these you know great edits <laughs> and fancy sweeping shots and all the rest of like it some yeah. cinematographer just calling his mom he's like i got it i got the chopping mall job <laughs> <laughs> um but no, I, I love that so i'm gonna give it a seven but you know keep in mind okay. like, I, i'm giving it that uh, i love this movie to death but it is a dumb cheesy B movie from the eighties. But I think it's it's almost the 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 not, I wouldn't say the high point, but it's like <laughs> the quintessential cheesy eighties B movie, right? Is what I'm going to mm-hmm. say. It feels like it has the ingredients of what an eighties cheesy B movie should be. Um, okay, yeah. So that's what that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. But hey, now <laughs> Chopping Mall is great. Uh, see <laughs> Chopping Mall if you haven't. Chop till you drop. Seriously. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, so I guess that brings it into the show. Uh, it is October, <laughs> so um, of course, check, look out for more episodes because it's the October thon. We're doing a lot of extras. And of course, you can head over to slash TV, which we mentioned. If you want to do that, head over there and give us even just $1 a month. That would be a huge support and a huge help. Um, obviously, you can't do that, though. You don't have to feel too bad. You can like, you can subscribe, you can watch the ads on YouTube. There's a lot of other things you can do to support us. Um, that's just, that's just one, of the, one of the most easy ways to explain it's just go to patreon and you know but you get bonuses you get certain stuff early you get voting rates for screams movies there was there was three votes for this month because it's october uh, there's always one per hachi month though machi. uh what's that tim i said hachi machi all oh, right okay <laughs> i was like it didn't sound like it made sense and now that i heard that I, i'm confirmed that it didn't make sense uh so no I'm please to say that on the uh critic <laughs> oh did they <laughs> All right. uh, but that is that's is, so I guess on Twitter at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates uh, at wibble89 for me at Tim Vergulish for Tim uh, so, I mean I mentioned video games a lot there I, I do stream on Twitch uh, video games uh, these days and I it's October so I'm lately streaming horror games I mean I stream horror games occasionally anyway but um, you know maybe I'll be streaming Evil Within 2 over the next day so it's just, just uh, mailed fuzz TV on Twitch it's just the same name for the, for the Twitch channel uh, but you know do check out uh, there is a Mail Fuzz Games YouTube channel which is just archives of that of those Twitch streams so you can still see them even if you don't watch them live um, in fact you can find an old playthrough of me and Tim playing through the first Silent Hill together on there um, nice yeah. <laughs> that was fun it was fun so there you go that, that is Screams After Midnight that has been Chopping Mall uh, look out for the next episode soon but otherwise guys thank you very much once again keep watching scary movies and we'll see you next time <laughs>